We're going to talk to Chad Copey. He is, in fact, well, he's several things. He's been a farmer. He's been now, Chad. You're with me. Were you really a like a big jet pilot? Oh yes, uh, yeah. I flew the, uh, the the biggest and the best. Yes, sir. Is that right? And and you were with Delta, right? I were. I'm retired now. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, at least you flew them. So so did you like fly triple sevens and seven forty sevens or what? Well, the last airplane, the big airplane, the last one that I flew was a Lockheed L ten eleven. Ooh, I love those. Which was. That was similar to the 747, but it was built by Lockheed instead of Boeing. Yeah. I had a pilot tell me one time that when you, when he landed a Lockheed L-1011, he really couldn't see the runway when he touched down because of that nose-up attitude that that plane has when it comes in. Exactly. I landed in Munich one time and had that same exact experience. Uh, in other words, it auto-landed all by itself, uh, and it was the only one that could do it at that time. Uh but uh, if you really had a tight, tight approach to make like we was making in uh, Munich at that time, uh, the nose was still in the fog when, uh, and you had to let the nose down in order to see the runway. And then you, <laughs> you didn't see the runway. You saw so the, the center line lights is all you saw. Yeah, yeah no, nothing to make it a little more exciting. You've just got an L-1011 full of people. That's no big deal. Uh, so, uh, you've also been a farmer for many, many years, and I know you've been on part of the school boards in the area where you live. So doing things and taking care of people uh, is nothing new for you, and now you want to do it from the 7th Congressional District. And we'll talk about that in a little bit because that's going to be quite a challenge for you because I think the 7th District, from what I know, uh, in the greater Chicago area, there's probably nothing right now that's more Democratic than the 7th District. So um, peace on you for (laughs) tackling a giant. But I was talking before you came on about uh, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, Mr. Mayorkas, I don't think, has been a friend to the country or essentially friends to people. And where you're at in Chicago, a lot of the mess that's coming across the southern border, it's ending up in New York, it's ending up in Miami, it's ending up in San Francisco, L.A., and it's ending up in Chicago. Is this issue with these people coming across getting to be a pretty large issue for the people there in in Chicago? That and uh, other aspects of it, it goes uh, right now. The big issue with the is not so much, uh, well, uh, the meth is big time, <laughs> and the, uh, uh, what is it, the fentanyl. Uh-huh. Uh, it's killing people left and right, and, uh, and Chicago has got its share of, uh, of, of dead people because of fentanyl coming across the border. And that is uh, a concern to the community there. And, and like you said, it's uh, mainly a uh, black community. And of course, uh, Black Lives Matter. We know about that. Mm-hmm. And what they also are so concerned about is the influx of these people coming in, and they're getting treated like royalty. And uh, they're even uh, uh, taking them and putting them in, in the finest places there is available, or they're just moving people out to move them in, while the uh, the people in the black community are still living living in the ghetto. And they 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 understand clearly what's going on, and they're not happy with the Mayorkas Biden situation. Uh, do, you, and, do you think that presents an opportunity to you that you can come in now, where maybe four years ago that was not as large an issue as it is now, and it really could make a difference in the seventh district? Well, there's a populist movement all over the country that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. In other words, uh, people are becoming fully aware of the Biden administration, and of course uh, the 
people are fully aware of the a good share of the people are fully aware of the idea that it is not Biden. Biden is nothing but the puppet on a string. In other words, he's following uh, rules and regulations, uh, the, or not rules and regulations, but the edicts of the uh, world government people. Right. Uh, so uh, what what is happening there is uh, uh, the, the Mallorca situation is that he is just another small cog in the big wheel. Yeah, well, and, well, and like the Secretary of Defense, I think he's a pretty large wheel, but they, we, we're not even sure exactly where he is. <laughs> My understanding is he's still in the hospital. That was, that was a weird mess, wasn't it? It was. What was the secrecy all about on that? Why, why didn't we know? Why wasn't that published right off the bat? That should have been. You know, that's a very serious matter. Yeah, well, and I hate to say this about the Secretary. And he's, and he's the guy, he's got the football, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I hate to say this about the Defense Secretary, uh, but uh, with Secretary Austin, he is still in the hospital. So this is becoming quite an elongated issue. He had that surgery. He went back in on the 1st. Today is the 11th, and he's still there. And the only thing I've heard out of the White House is, well, when the president talked to him last Thursday, it was a very cordial phone call. Great. <laughs> so, yeah, if, if a call at all, you yeah. know, in other words, it, there's so much uh, confused, uh, confusion and lies that goes on from the administration that anything you can't trust anything that they say or do. Well, no, that's exactly right. Uh, do you do you think um, with the Republicans that are in Congress right now, should you get elected in November, you would take office next January. But with the Republicans that are there and some Democrats that are starting to now get on board and to say some things. I think some Democrats in Congress, if they represent districts down near the border, I think they're going to have to look at this really long and hard. Do you think that there is an impetus on Capitol Hill enough to actually get Mayorkas out? Well, it's going to be extremely difficult because of that tremendous power that they have seized. In other words, the power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. We all know that. Yes, sir. But the, the next thing about it is is uh, that to fight that huge power. In other words, they, those people sit right there and under questioning in, in congressional hearings and one thing or another from the most uh, serious questions, and they'll, they'll just uh, uh, what uh, just not even answer and sit there and, and smir- smugly and smirk at the at the uh, at the uh, at the senators and congressmen that are asking the questions. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the little side eye, the slant of the eye, the smirk. Yeah, I, I hate that stuff. Let me ask you this, Mr. Kopey. Um, this this is an election year, a major election year. I mean, the office you're going after, which is Congress, that's every two years. So, yep, it's going to be in there, too. But the presidential election, before we get to the seat you're running for, do you think, because to me, this is bigger than impeaching Mayorkas. Do you think that the migrant crisis will actually be a major part, a major player in what it is that happens this election? Well, I, the only thing I can say relative to that is that we can certainly hope that that's going to be a, a major uh, uh, impetus for the people to come out and vote against what is happening there, such as let's impeach uh, Mayorkas. Uh, and and if, if if he isn't a, uh, if he is not impeached, and will he get convicted? Right. You know. In other words, they still got to get. He still got to get through the Senate and the Senate. Uh, you know, and that's the question that you're asking. Are there enough senators in there that would uh, convict this guy? Okay. So uh, when 
that issue with in other words i don't think that they'll that the time will allow for him to be impeached and convicted between now and election day right so so they would to answer your question question uh, of course the answer to that that i would have would be that i doubt that he's going to uh, uh-huh. be impeached or or convicted and therefore uh, the issue is just like it is in the seventh congressional district where i'm running it's going to become a major, major issue. It's going to have to be. Yeah, I don't, I don't see any way to avoid it. We're talking to Chad Copey. Uh, he's from up there uh, in the Chicago area, the 7th District. Uh, if you take the middle of Chicago and you go west from Lake Michigan uh, out toward Elmhurst, and then if you go down uh, through the center there, I think I think your district goes just west of the, of the Miracle Mile, doesn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So it's a big part of what goes on in Chicago. It's also extremely Democratic, but I think even Democrats are coming around on some things. I've got a couple of stories here, uh, Mr. Copey, that I'm going to get to later in the program, where you've got some Democrats going after each other because of the migrant problem. So is it the migrant problem the main thing that has pushed you to run for this seat for the 7th District there in Illinois? Or do you just think it's like maybe one of the top two, three, or four issues? Oh, I'm 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 for every major issue that's uh, that's on the table. In other words, we're talking about uh, weaponizing the legal system to imprison conservatives, you know, and such as Donald Trump, and then they take it right on down to the uh, school board and arrest uh, uh, people that are uh, the FBI uh, and, and going to uh, the abortion clinics and and picking up people, and it's. Uh, there's just so many issues. Uh, the mm-hmm. money like there's no tomorrow, the two million uh, illegal migrants coming through and polarizing the world against the United States and uniting our enemies against us, advocating for surg- surgical uh, mutilation of the children and things like that in the name of transgender. And then what they do is take these ten transgender guys, put them in prison, yeah. And the uh, first thing you know, they're impregnating the women prisoners. Yeah, I know. It's just, it's absolutely insane. There's no, there's, there's no end to it. Well, no. I'm well, fully it, aware of all of this situation. In other words, I want, I'm not a single-issue candidate. I, I'm fully aware of, uh, of this massive problem that's, the, 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 the destruction in the United States is, is, the, is the goal. No, that's exactly right. And you can see that implosion setting up in the interior of our country. And if we're not real careful, if we don't start calling things into question, um, you know, uh, the border, uh, the money that we spend. In fact, I just did a story on a billion dollars worth of equipment and weapons sent to uh, Ukraine and not the Republicans, but the DOD OIG now says that personnel in Ukraine did not do what they should have done and that there's a billion dollars of equipment we can't find. That's kind of an issue, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's maddening. Uh, an issue is not even a word. It's, it's uh, <clears throat> treacherous. You know how treacherous is spelled. Yeah. It's pretty close to another word that's very serious. You're exactly right. You know. Hey, listen, Mr. Kopey, listen, thank you so very much, sir. Unfortunately... Us, as everybody else on the air, the clock is our enemy, and it has sucked away all of our time. Best of luck to you in Illinois 7th. I wouldn't mind uh, getting together with you again in about three or four months just to see how the campaign goes there. We're in Fort Wayne, Indiana, but Chicago influences a lot sometimes of what happens here. Uh, you're, you're, you're on the air right now with the biggest Chicago Cubs fan on the planet. 
So it's uh, it's kind of kind of a deal. Uh, for you. Uh, you're talking to another one. All right. See, I knew I liked you. So, Mr. Kobe, thank you so very, very much, sir. And we will uh, we'll be back with you again in the future. I appreciate very much you making time for us today. Thank you for calling, and I'll no doubt to be available at your convenience. There you go. Thank you so much, sir. Chad Kopey, uh, they're from Illinois. And look, it is the most Democrat district in all of Illinois, okay? I didn't say that. Chad didn't say that. The Cook Partisan Voting Index rates it Democrats plus 36. You've got to overcome 36% of the vote in order to get elected if you're a Republican. Not easy. I personally think. People, even in Democratic uh, districts, are getting a little tired of what's happening and about to happen with them and their family and their schools because of everything going on. And I, th- I think you're going to see a lot of this play out as we move forward, and uh, we, we will get back to that. We're going to take a quick break. I'll be back straight ahead. This is Pat Miller on WoWo, 92.3 FM, 1190 AM. Podcasts by Federated Media.